Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You're here with Kristen and Rebecca. Hello, hello. And we have the fabulous Mrs. America, Jackie Blankenship, here with us today. Jackie, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited. I was so excited when you guys asked me to join you. We oh have been wanting to have you on since we started the podcast, even before we recorded our first episode. We knew we wanted you to be one of our first guests, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. Well, um, so you and I competed at Mrs. America together. So I got to see kind of like firsthand what you were basically doing the whole week. (laughs) I got to see you all week and it was fun. Yeah, except for um, the only thing was this year, they didn't really like mix us together. And I don't know if that was like COVID thing, but they kind of like separated us out a little bit. So unless you were in the actual group that you were in for the week, you didn't get to see a ton of each other. So that was like the only thing I wish I could have seen more of everybody. You know, I kind of felt like that too. I became really close with my roommate, Amy Royster from Indiana, and we got a great relationship out of it. But then I'll see like pictures online and I'm like, Man, where was I for all those bonding moments? That looks fun. I know because we were separated by regions this year. So that's kind of how they herded us around. They were like, okay, like we need the North region. We need the Southern region. And that's kind of how they they would get us to listen for the most part anytime they needed anything for rehearsals or photo shoots. That's so different than my year in 2015. My year, we were alphabetical. And so I never, I felt like I never knew A through E, or I guess of the alphabet, there's no states with E, but I never got to see A, B, C, or D states. It was all right. like I saw North Dakota, Ohio, South Carolina, Texas. Those were the people I was with all the time because it was alphabetical. So, so different. Right. And that's so funny because I feel like what Kristen said, like, I know the ladies of the North and I'll see like group shots from the other regions. I'm like, why aren't I in that picture? Yes. Oh yeah, I'm not from the South. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, okay. I want to ask you because when I went into Mrs. America week and actually just getting into pageants in general, I kind of have started to learn everyone really competes differently as far as their mindset goes, you know, because you, you have some people that are going in like, you know what, this is my title. I am going to win. And not that they're full of themselves or anything like that. It's just their way of competing and being really confident And then you have people that are like, you know what? I'm really just going in. I want to have fun. And I want to know. So it's the night before you leave for Mrs. America. What is your planned mindset that you are going into the week with? Honestly, I went in with the, I know who I am and I know what my mission is. So I'm going to go in now and just try to look the part. I have all these clothes I've never been able to wear before. This, you know, hair and makeup artist following me around. Let's go in and try and try to just play it up. Do I get to walk out of my front door and just look like a celebrity every day? Never. Like I'm wearing sweatpants right now. (laughs) Yeah, but, and I've talked about this with some of the other women too. Do you remember how excited people at the Westgate were anytime they would see any of us? Oh my gosh. They would like lose their mind. (laughs) It felt so surreal. 
I know. We they're were just so like close. calling out your state probably because you've got your sash on. So they're probably just like, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, you know, whatever state. Exactly. I can imagine it. Mm-hmm. So talking about, I know you said you got to wear a bunch of things that you don't typically get to wear. What? Now, I know your competition gown was probably one of your favorite pieces that you wore. But if you had to pick something else that was like, you know what, that was my standout piece for the week. I'm in love with it. I'm probably never going to get rid of it. What was that look? Oh, my gosh. So that's actually a really hard question because I'm the kind of person that changes their mind like a million times. So I got all my ducks in a row and then said, I don't like any of these clothes. I'm not wearing any of these. And then would start over like 10 times. <laughs> so what I, when I won Michigan, well, I didn't win Michigan. I was first runner up at Michigan. We all know, uh, most of us know to my dear friend, Katie Maskey, who ended up having some horrible diagnosis of Tarlov cysts on her spine. And that's been you know, traumatic enough for her and it led to her not being able to compete. So they last minute said, Hey Jackie, you're now going to be Mrs. Michigan America instead of American. And I don't, but it like changed my mindset. And I had all this wardrobe picked out and said, I can't wear this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, went, I sold off everything and bought all new. And because of that, my budget was shoestring. So my, competition gown I wouldn't say was my favorite I I spent like 400 bucks on it at the store it was a prom dress wow Uh, my favorite was when I wore the Elvis suite which was a McDougal red gown with this really long cape and it was a pain in the butt and everyone told me don't wear a cape to the Elvis suite because you're on your feet you're walking around but man it was just such a cool gown (laughs) it was it was phenomenal I Kristen and I um, already recorded an episode about like what the Elvis suite fashions are like and how you can truly do a lot there. It's you're not thinking about being judged or competition. You're thinking about actually representing your personal style. And I feel like you have a very unique personal style. Can you talk to us a little bit about just how you think about fashion? Oh yeah, of course. So I honestly, on my day to day, I am sweatpants every single day. I wake up and do morning radio and have a five-year-old. And like right now I'm wearing joggers from Old Navy and, a, and like a sport jacket. So I'm typically like, I like to say sporty chic, but really I'm just lazy. <laughs> when I'm trying to look cool, like done up or look fashionable, I always find myself leaning toward um, like rock and roll chic, like a lot of metals and a lot of studs and stoning. I like black. I like leather and different textures. Yeah. And so, do you, do you, do you feel like you have like a vintage feel to your vibe? Like, I feel like sometimes you do a lot of like sort of 50s, 60s rocker inspired. Yeah, you know, so I do, but it's less cool. Sometimes it just kind of happens that way. I, I think love it. for America Week, yeah, I mean, you got to know your system, right? And you got to know where you're going. And I knew America is a traditional pageant. They are mm-hmm. like on stage, all of it. So I knew what the stage looked like. I knew what the, um, modern Mrs. America typically looks like. And I know for me, I like a razored pixie cut. That's how I wear my hair. And that's not something you see on that stage. So when I went in, I thought, well, if I'm going to go in with that rocker edgy hair, then let's find a way to incorporate a dress that might not be that rocker edgy. So I try to pick and choose. So I'm not over the top in any one way. So like I chose a white, easy, you know, a white dress with a white cape because I went a little more severe in the hair but other times I might do a little more edgy of a dress when my hair is longer and a little more traditional I also really loved your interview look tell us how you chose that okay so I knew I wanted 
a certain look and I was going for a white dress and ivory because I personally kind of like how I look in white. It's just a good color uh, with my dark hair. And I stumbled upon that dress because a fellow pageant gal, um, Janie Black, do you guys know who Janie is? I do. Out of Wisconsin. Janie was selling it and she's so teeny tiny. I bought it off her thinking, I'm going to wear this thing. And I actually got it from Autumn's Closet, Autumn's out of Wisconsin. She's fantastic. And bought that dress and didn't fit. It was not going to save up, zip up to save my life. Like there was no way I was getting my butt in that dress. So I took it to my alterations guy and I said, what can I do to make this fit me and maybe be a little edgy? He goes, what if I add some strapping to it and then make the back like a corset, like crisscross down your back? And I said, that's cool. So we took the stones off of it to make it a little less in your face. Mm -hmm. And then we added this cool crisscross back and kind of changed it up and it just kind of came together. That's awesome. And Kristen, you had some questions for her about interview, I think, right? Well, so the thing with interview, I feel like at least this year, I didn't talk to anyone that had a bad feeling about interview when we were done. I feel like our judges were actually just like really warm. I didn't think we had a judge. Every once in a while, you know, you get a judge that's maybe not that nice or they're going to be really hard on you. And I thought our judges this year were actually really warm and sweet and so when you got done with interview, were you like, I just nailed it? Or were you like, oh my gosh, no, I flopped. Like, what were you thinking when you were done? Okay. It's funny. I tell a lot of girls this when they get done with the interview and they're either not confident or overly confident, the judges, every pageant I've ever been in, which is a lot have always been nice. And I walk out and I'll think I've killed it even when I get dead last. So I have no gauge anymore of when I did good and when I didn't do good. So I walked out and I was like, I had some great conversations and I can remember some really positive things that happened, but I'm such a skeptic. I try not to be like overly pessimistic, but it's just in my nature. I have a what could go wrong attitude a lot. And I try to, I try to get past that. But so I'm constantly like, I walked out and while I knew in my heart, that went really well. I was like, well, everyone says it went really well. Well, they're always really nice. What are they going to do? Tell you you suck? Like, so I kind, <laughs> I kind of felt that way about it. Well, oh, that's so amazing. you're done. So we're done with interview. And of course, like the next big thing is going to be we're going into prelims, right? Mm-hmm. And your costume, your Spartan costume. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is hilarious because my husband, in between prelims and finals, he was like, man, that Spartan costume was really good. And Michigan had a really great voice, but he remembered it out of all of us. I swear he did. And he specifically talked about your voice. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know if I saw it because there were so many costumes I didn't even see, or maybe I did. And there were so many, like big, huge things and headpieces that it was like, oh my gosh. How are the judges going to actually, like, judge these costumes? <laughs> well, there was – did you feel – I mean, like, how did you feel in that costume? Because obviously it, you did well enough for someone who knows nothing about pageants, a.k.a. my husband, to full-on remember everything about it. So I told my dad – funny enough, Rebecca, you said you went in 2015. 2015, I was first runner-up in Michigan, and that was before they did the Marikan pageant. Yes. So – um. Back then, all the way back in 2015, I said, if I ever win, Dad, I'm going to be Sparty as my state costume. Because my dad was a wrestler at Michigan State. We're originally from East Lansing. And it's like a big part of our family. So when I had the opportunity to do state costume, I immediately was like, I get to be Sparty. 
<laughs> so I was just really excited to be able to be Sparty. I knew my dad, it was something he's not into pageants. He supports me, but I knew it was something we could bond over and that he could be like, that's my daughter and be really excited about. So I just kind of was happy to, and excited to be able to do that. Well, and I'm sure your voice was a little bit different than a lot of people because you do have that radio experience. That's what you do every day. So you know exactly how to bring the personality and all of that with your stage presence. I'm so sorry. You guys cut out for a minute there and I missed the last like 10 seconds. Oh, it's okay. We, I just said, I'm sure the comment that her husband made about your voice was a little bit to do with your your career as a radio host. You have a phenomenal voice that you know you have to bring your personality there every time you speak on the mic. Well, it's funny. I never would have thought of myself going into radio. Like in college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was a super duper senior. I was in school forever. I lived like the college dream life. I was Van Wilder and <laughs> I, for real. And, um, people would always tell me, you've got such a unique voice. And I'm like, I do. I never thought my voice was any different. And then I got an internship at radio and, you know, I've been doing radio ever since. That's amazing. It's so funny how your career path sometimes has nothing to do with what you go to college for. Right. Really, it doesn't. Okay. So what is the one thing, if you could tell a contestant who's about to go to Mrs. America Week, if you could just give them literally one thing to say ahead of time, what advice would you give them? It is the most cliche thing in the world to say, and I know it's annoying to hear, but be yourself because so many women I see go to Mrs. America or go to their state pageant and they're trying to be what they think Mrs. America wants and not be who they are. And it's really going to be your downfall at the end of the day. I completely concur. Agree times 10. Okay. So talk to us a little bit. I know that we don't have all the time in the world to talk about it, today maybe someday but tell us about mrs world just if you can recap it really quick for oh, us. of course okay mrs world is an experience in and of itself and i've got to say when i won mrs america it was like the ultimate shock for me and if you've ever followed me doing pageants i've, do I've done a lot and i've been first runner-up nine times so and that includes michigan i mean i didn't like i said earlier i didn't win michigan so when i got to mrs america and this time i was against 50 women i just didn't think any chance in the world that I'd win that so I won and I was in this like shocking like shock state like oh my god I have to go to Mrs. World and it didn't <laughs> click until like Thanksgiving gets by and it's we're almost to Christmas and people are like what dress are you gonna wear and I thought I need to pick a dress I leave in three weeks <laughs> <laughs> so Mrs. World went by very quickly the greatest thing I got out of Mrs. World and I'll say this forever is my friendship with Shaylin. Mm -hmm. We connected leading up to it because she was our Mrs. American, now Mrs. World. And we had known each other, but we didn't really see each other at Mrs. America week. And we became friends. I got her phone number when we were prepping for Mrs. World. And I just, I've never been the person that um, looks at someone else's competition in terms of, I can't show them my dress or I can't, you know what I mean? I got to keep secrets because we're competing. And I think that we clicked really quickly because I was sending her pictures of, I'm looking at wearing this. Do you like this? And we just became friends really quickly. Mm -hmm. So we spent the whole week together there. And I just so many inside jokes we took home. And at the end of the day, it obviously I didn't place and I was fine with it. I walked away like I'm Mrs. America and Shaylin just won Mrs. World. And then what I'll never be able to do this experience again. 
Yeah. And what a cool like way that all of it has happened where you originally were supposed to compete at nationals against Shaylin and then you would never have had that chance to go for both of you to go. So it's just really a cool thing that now you have this lifelong friendship that I could truly think will be lifelong between the two of you. I know she's talked about you to me so many times. She just adores you. And I think it's amazing that all happened the way it did. I'm just glad it did. And like, there's a lot of things when you do a high stress pageant, like Mrs. World or Mrs. America, where it and feel like, what did I just waste my time doing? Not necessarily because you didn't win or you did win. It's that you're gone nearly 10 days from your family and friends. And the stress of it all can really eat you up. And I know for me at Mrs. World, unlike Mrs. America, there's only one division. So I'm sure it was like this for you, Rebecca, when you competed, you just rehearse all day. I mean, those rehearsals are long and they're like up to seven hours long. I mean, all day. And by day three, you're so burnt out. You're like, what did I get myself into? Like, what Mm -hmm. am I doing? And because I made that friendship with Shaylin and I made friends with some of the girls from other countries and I had, you know, a lot of laughter and like fun things happening on the side, I walked away just feeling like, well, that's an experience I'll never forget. That was cool. (laughs) You mentioned, oh, I'm so sorry, Kristen. You mentioned that you never expected kind of to win um, America. Like it just had had never happened before. You'd been first runner up nine times. What were you thinking in those moments of being called to the top six and the top three? When I went, when I got to the top 15 in the beginning, it was kind of like day made. I did it. I wanted the top 15. I came to Mrs. America and was top 15. Like I can walk away. I, I like, I, at that point thought I can quit pageantry and be a happy woman. Cause I made top 15 at Mrs. America. So when they did the top six, I about like bowled me over. Like I was just shocked. And from there, I just thought, well, now anything that happens is just going to be icing on the cake because I cannot believe I'm in the top six. I, I would, you know, all week long, you're like, that woman's really strong. She's got a great story. Wow. Her gown, her walk. I just didn't put myself in, in that group. So by the time they were in the top three, I was like, oh my goodness, I could be Mrs. America. And it really didn't settle in until I was top three. Yeah, Jackie, I don't know if you remember this or not, but when top six was announced, you and our Mrs. West Virginia, Sydney Fields, where you both were in the top six, and um, I was in the wings, um, but actually out in the audience, and I was standing there with my husband, and they called you and they called Sydney, and you know those moments when you're, at that point, you're a spectator, and you just get really excited. I ran backstage to the wings and you and Sydney were standing there. I grabbed Sydney because she was the first one I saw and I reached around, I grabbed your arm and I was like, Oh my God. Do you remember that? I do. I do remember. Well, and did you know that a stagehand grabbed my other arm and was like, you got to get out of here. There's no room for you back here. No. What? (laughs) Yeah. That's why I ran away so quickly because I was like, Oh shoot. I'm in trouble. I got to go. I got to (laughs) go. I am not getting kicked out at this point. Like I got back there. I grabbed you guys and just long enough for someone to grab me and be like, Hey, like you can talk to him later. You got to go. And Sydney was your roommate, right? No, she wasn't. We would have actually requested to be roommates had we known that was a thing. Um, But no, so we, we just knew each other because I actually saw her get crowned. And so that's how we met. 
I know. I knew you had been close that week and I thought you guys were roommates. That's so funny. No, but I had, we kind of like, so I don't have a huge pageantry background and this was the first pageant she had ever done. So her and I just- It was? I, right? Yeah. Tell me about it. And she makes top six at Mrs. America. Like she killed wow. it. And so her and I kind of buddied up and I just was, I just remember when I did my first pageant and nobody wanted to share resources with me. I have vowed I will yes. never be that person. So I, I was trying, that. yeah. So I was just trying to send her whatever I had her way. And so that's how we kind of bonded um, preparing for Mrs. America week. So we kind of knew each other that way, but there's like this long standing, like we don't talk about it, but the secrecy around what you're doing to get ready. And I always think it's odd because say Rebecca, you were competing and you showed me your dress. Right. All that would do is make me say, I'm not going to buy that dress. <laughs> like exactly. I don't understand why you wouldn't want someone to know. Like I took a risk and bought an off the rock rack, like prom style dress from Sherry Hill. And that's what I Five people had it. And I thought to myself, man, had this not been a secret, I might have gotten away without five people having this dress. <laughs> okay, so we have talked about that on our, I think it's on our upcoming episode, about how many times girls show up with the same gown and often many place in both the top six or the top three with the same dress on. Yes. It is not a losing situation to come with the same gown or the same interview dress because everyone looks different. Everyone owns it differently and you bring your personality to it, you should never let the dress own you and define you. And that should not be your make or break. It should be like, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. You are going to win. You know, it's funny. Mrs. America, 2018, Michaela Eppers, when she was in the top six, her and another girl in top six were in the same exact gown. Yes. And And it was not a cheap gown. (laughs) No. And in, uh, it was 2016, that when Natalie Lutmer won, that her first and second runner-up had the exact same dress. One was white, one was black. But it was right. the same dress. So it does same not dress. matter. Just get the dress you feel great in so that you can own the stage like with confidence and forget if someone else has it or not. And same thing with like your hair and makeup team. If you find a great person and they have an opening, tell your friends. Like Get, get people options. You, it's not doesn't need to be a secret. Right. Who's going to be your and people? A lot of times, a lot of times, these people will hook you up or maybe give you like a discount because you found them other clients. Yes, yes. I've never been a fan of all the "don't tell anybody what you're doing." Same, and all that does is aid in stress. Like it just mm-hmm. stresses you out more. Like, oh, did I do something wrong? Because I told you. Like, <laughs> okay. So Jackie. maybe we should make it our mission between the three of us to eliminate that in pageantry and just like be right. be real. Oh, I right. know. That's what I tried to do this whole, <laughs> this whole year. Because, I mean, we've all, we've all done our first pageants. Do you remember how stressful you were, Jackie, when you did your first pageant? Or at least I was yeah. stressed. <laughs> I was so stressed. And I remember doing, you know, the biggest mistake I made was my, my first pageant kind of, well, I did pageants as a teen, like Sunburst in the mall and things like that. But I never did a real, like a big pageant. And when I was 24, I did Miss Michigan USA and I got a coach and I went all in. I mean, I found a sponsor to help pay for coaching and my fees. And I was like, I'm going to go in and do the, learn to do this. And I ended up just basically doing everything she told me from the gown to my hair, to my makeup. And it didn't look like me. Mm. And I kind of regret it now. Like the, I, I, I didn't pick what I liked yeah. and I didn't show anybody. I kept it secret. And now looking back, had I like had a few peers or maybe someone to like talk to me, they might've said, Hey, that doesn't really look like you. Right. 
Do you love it? It's just making you happy. Right. <laughs> I know that, that every time Kristen was trying on gowns during her nationals prep, she would send me the different gowns. And I, the first thing I would, I would always say is, do you like it? Like, are you sending this to me because you think I'm going to like it? Or do you actually like it? Kristen, that's me. And I am like, half the time, I'm like, I don't know if I like it. I almost need you to tell me you like it. And then I'll tell you, then I'll decide. Yeah, well, what's funny enough is, so Rebecca is so nice that here's what she'll do. (laughs) Sorry, Rebecca, I'm going to put you out here right now. Okay. I'll I'll send her a picture. And if it's like, because I like things with just maybe a little bit of like fun or like maybe some like tackiness, I guess, to it. Same. And, I'm tacky. And so I would send her things and she would ask me if I like it and I'd kind of tell her what I think. And then she would, if I said, oh my gosh, I really love it. I would, I could always tell if she wasn't super into it. If she said, this might be fun for Elvis night, or this might be fun <laughs> for yeah, one yep. of the other nights. And then I was, and then internally I'd be like, all right, that means a no from Rebecca. Yeah. That's a no from you. That's a no for your stage gown. But you can wear this somewhere where you're not getting judged. Yes, go for it. It's it's hot. It's bright orange with a slit all the way up. Sure, you can wear that for Elvis. But oh, no, yeah. there's a level of stage. like a gown can look really cool and it can be the gown on you. But you also have to remember what color is the stage? Yes. What color is the background? And like your hair. Because when you go on that stage, you've got to look at it from the judge's view, not necessarily how pretty you look in a picture in it. Exactly. Okay, so before we wrap up, tell us what you are doing this weekend. This will air after you've already crowned your successor for Michigan. So tell us a little bit about what's coming up for you this weekend. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go to the Mrs. Michigan pageant. I'm pretty excited because I feel like this is the best of both worlds for me. For a lot of queens, it's a little bittersweet because you're giving up your title, but I'm giving up Michigan title. And then I get to go keep being Mrs. America. So it's just going to be a fun weekend pageanting around and meeting the contestants and doing all all the things we love in pageantry does it bring back any emotions of you competing last year and just when you're seeing the contestants or talking to them do you feel that nostalgia of oh, I remember how that felt I'm so glad I'm on the other side I do and I think what I see the most is critical mistakes that I made that people tried to help me and I said I know more and then, you know, I obviously didn't go my way time and time again. And now I, I see other people making that. And I'm like, ooh, how can I politely be like, I was you. Just just listen to me for one minute. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to do that? I mean, this is just as a side comment. Are you allowed to help the contestants while you're there? Or are you as Mrs. America kind of supposed to keep an arm's length? You know, I don't know. A lot of times things come out of my mouth without yeah. me thinking. So <laughs> It's all unrequested help a lot. Okay. I'm sure that they are very thankful and value that. At least I would as a contestant, for sure. So good job. Keep doing I it. I think it's going to be fun. And I think, like, I was just with my makeup artist, Eric. He's fantastic. He lives here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I live. And I was like, he goes, what kind of makeup do you want? Pageant makeup? And he went to go get his, like, neutral palette. And I said, no, 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 no. Back up. I'm Mrs. America now. I get to do something cool. Make me look just, you know, totally different. So we did like a shimmering eye with like a green, like teal eyeliner. Cause I'm not being judged. I can wear whatever I want. That's so cool. What well, about, Jackie, oh, I, I'm so sorry. Kristen, go okay. ahead. I want, I just want to bring this up. 
because this is what I love about you too, is your confidence. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I am Mrs. America. And I actually, this is terrible. I shouldn't do this, but I do the same thing. I'll be like, well, I'm Mrs. Ohio. I shouldn't have to take the garbage out. Like, <laughs> right. right. Like, wait a second. Well, they're, what, at what point can you do that? Right. Because yeah. when you're competing, you're always competing and you want to get the title when you finally get it. When do you get to just be you? Well, and I love that. So I was texting you earlier and you were like, yeah, I'm just getting my hair and makeup done. And you send me this shot of you just straight up your nostrils. Like, yeah, look at me. I'm getting my hair and makeup done. But you just don't, you don't take yourself too seriously. It just really makes you so much more relatable as a queen. And I just, I think that has to be something too, that the judges saw in you where they were like, you know what? Like she's our Mrs. America this year. And I love that so much about you. you So so I just want to say that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And, you know, I just, it was so fun meeting all the the ladies and it's what's hard is I feel like I'm getting to know you and a lot of the other Queens better now than I did the two weeks we were in Vegas together. Oh, well, we're so busy. Yeah. And I will tell you my 2015 class, we still talk in a group text. Like we have a big, huge group chat every single day. That was six or seven years ago now. And we still talk all the time. We got so close after the pageant. We, we didn't have a chance. We were only there four days. We were the first year of Vegas. We were that first year at the Westgate. It was like, get in, rehearse, 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 finals, prelims done or prelims finals done. And then we all went home and everybody was like, can we talk now? Like, (laughs) so we just started having this like huge group chat People have kind of come in and out and some people are more active than others, but it's been so fun because we have had tons of not a reunions and um, we can't call it a reunion. So uh, just like a gathering to meet up and hang out all around the whole country. We've met in so many different states to have little get togethers and see each other in person. And that's so fun. That is so fun. And it's kind of like you have this shared experience that no one will ever have. Even other people that go to Mrs. America weren't there when you guys were there. They didn't experience that particular week and that year like you did. And it's nice that you have those connections to keep going back to. Mm -hmm. Well, back to what Kristen said, I absolutely love your realness, relatability, your authenticity, especially just showing up like a real person on social media, but still bringing us into the glam side and the fun. Is there anything coming up that we need to know about and be watching for? Well, I have Mrs. Michigan this weekend. Next weekend, I'm the Grand Marshal for a big St. Patrick's Day parade we have here in Michigan. Mostly just events coming up. I get to fly to Alaska and go to Mrs. Alaska, which will be fun. Yes, so fun. Well, we will definitely be posting your social media handles in the show notes, but go ahead and give everyone a shout, like to share what, how they can follow you or find you. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at the Jackie green, which is my maiden name. And uh, obviously uh, Mrs. America presents on Instagram. I run that page too. So you can always drop me a line there and then Facebook. I'm Jackie Blankenship. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We would love to have you back on later on in the year to tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, but good luck this weekend and have so much fun crowning your successor. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. We are currently booking our next guest. So follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast.